Welcome to this week's episode of BWB Extra, where we get to know founder and CEO of CybeSafe, Oza Lache, a little better. What's your long-term goal? So, uh, as a business, yeah, we want to fundamentally transform the way society addresses the human aspect of cybersecurity. Like I said, most people think of cybersecurity and they think of technology, quite rightly, and they miss the fact that actually a huge part of cybersecurity, and indeed a huge part of the way we're going to use technology in the future, is about the human aspect of cybersecurity. But where people do think about the human aspect of cybersecurity, they think about training. If I can train my people, or if I can send phishing simulations, everything will get better, and it's bollocks. It doesn't get better. It doesn't work. We want to transform that. We also want to build a business that deserves to exist. Those are the two things we talk about internally. We believe that by doing both those things, we'll build something of real value. And we have investors. Every single person in our business has options in our business, so everyone owns a stake of what we're doing. And we're not doing this for shits and giggles. It's not a charity. We provide a fantastic service that helps reduce risk, and we get paid to do so, and we want to build a business of real value. If we do that, we'll have options on the table. Um, whether that is an acquisition at some point, whether that is IPO at some point, we'll work all that stuff out later on. We just want to continue to progress and build something of real value, and something of real value does good. Does that entirely correlate to your own long-term goal? It does fit. I, I love what I do. I love the opportunity that we have. I love the fact that I'm serving still in a slightly different guise. I love the fact nice. that I'm working with amazing yeah, people. Yeah, you've got an amazing, you're on every bloody board. You're the man to ring, clearly. It's, like, you know, it's, a... um, it's good. It's good. Um, it's hard. What's the most misunderstood thing about the business or your job? Um, I think the most misunderstood thing about the job hmm, would be probably that as a leader, your job is to create the conditions for other people to succeed. Everybody wants to talk to you about stuff because they think you've done something amazing or incredible or indeed you're doing something extremely interesting. But the reality is all you're doing is bringing people together, helping them understand something that we're trying to achieve together. Whatever it needs to be done to get the mission done. What are you doing about climate change? Come on. Yeah, so us as a business, we've definitely got uh, a long way to go to get to where we want to get to. But we do uh, think about, like I said, a business that deserves to exist, and that includes the impact that we have on society. So we try not to travel too much, and it helps because we're a remote-first business, but that was a deliberate choice in terms of, uh, or one of the benefits of that, that posture. We try, we don't do it nearly as well as we can do, but to uh, keep track of what our footprint is, um, our carbon footprint, and indeed we can do that more and more. You know, we spend a lot of money on data centers and storage, and so actually Amazon makes that quite easy for us to do, and there are other things that we do that we can get better at tracking to just increase the granularity. We're really interested in making sure that where our offices are, and we happen to be in a place in Canary Wharf that um, takes, again, green issues very seriously. So in terms of the way that they look after their waste and indeed the waste that we put into their system, um, all of those things are important to us. We can definitely do more. Um, sustainability is important to us, but actually we think of sustainability in its broader sense as well. So it's not just actually about the planet, but it's actually about people and indeed the way we govern ourselves and indeed the way that we look after society Bloody around governance us. again. It's always comes up, they go, ESG. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, but the governance is like, we're trying to save the world, and you're like, well, we've got to do the paperwork. Oh, but good paperwork, you know. It's important. No, no, but how you make the decisions, it's like, you've got to save the world, like, how you made the decisions, that's another problem, isn't it? Governance is like a separate thing. It's like, you need good governance, just 
generally or you're never going to do anything you know it's like you need you need an agenda what we need is environmental and social tech anyway i just think honestly when you fill in the forms only because i was doing our website and trying to fill in the esg and you mm. get to governance and you're just like such a letdown you know we've been talking about saving the plot well we we plant a tree for clients that we chop down when they leave it's lovely <laughs> <laughs> it's an in-out policy should we really chop them down no i want to though yeah i mean it and doesn't then, seem like a bad you have idea a picture if they're thinking about leaving near this tree in england so 20 years it has been there. Is that what you want? <laughs> well, what's your biggest fuck up? Gosh, um, I've done all sorts of stuff that I fucking shouldn't have done. That's the truth. I've done all sorts of stuff that I should have done afterwards in hindsight. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> Generally, the mistakes I've made that I, that I can share on this thing that, that I regret are um, people related, you know, bad hires. Had a chap who joined us. He was in a sales role. Uh, he was came across extremely well he had a family that he talks about a lot and had been out of work for a little bit with doing some stuff with his family all checked out and his previous uh, references were all absolutely brilliant he came to join us given what we do we got an anonymous tip this was very random quite early on an anonymous tip off somebody phoned the office and said you might want to look up this person gave him his name we thought, that's a bit weird and then rang off so we went and looked him up and it turned out he, he had been done for fraud. He worked in a call centre once, many, many years ago, admittedly, over 10 years ago. He worked in a call centre, defrauded people up to out about up to a million pounds. He had, wow. been, had gone to jail. Called him into the office and said the next day, and, is there anything you want to tell us about uh, your history? And he said, no, not at all. You sure? Anything at all you want to tell us? Not, no, not at all. Um, eventually he said, listen, were you done for fraud when you were like 22 years old? Did you go to prison for two years? Oh, yes, that. I've got to tell you. <laughs> oh, my, my, you know, it just slipped my mind. It was such a long time ago. But not our fault. And indeed, we let him go the next day. But he went to prison. He served his time and committed fraud. Mr. Exactly. So Did lepers not ever change their spots? They do. And, and, I, and, and I wrestled with this one because... Yeah, it's a tricky indeed, one. You know, what, you know, one, who's never made a mistake. That's a big one. But who's never made a mistake? And two, it was a long time ago. And we're not a business where you have to declare that type of stuff. But he had lied on it in his interview. He's also lied on his CV. And he was still lying about it. On the assumption that wouldn't... There's a problem then, because uh, I know some of this is very affected by it, but if you if you do something wrong and you go to prison and you served your time, society you doesn't... Chance. Yeah, society doesn't forgive you. And you, you would end up... I could... I almost then forgive someone lying on their CV and lying about it. Mm, yeah, except when sat down in front of you. So even lying on the CV, when sat down in the room and asked yeah. the question over and over again. And now if somebody's asking you this question this much, they probably know. Yeah. But we will definitely and indeed have hire people who've gone to prison and served their time. That's not the issue in this particular case. The issue in this particular case was he was untrustworthy. So we let him go and... Uh, Actually, we paid him. He was only with us. He was with us for less than a week. This all happened within a week. Oh, right. Okay. And we paid him for the full month. At the end of the month, we got his phone bill. Back then, we didn't cap the phone bills. His phone bill in less than a week was like £600. Most people's phone bills were £7. And it's because he spent the whole week on porn sites and, wow. uh, oh, and uh, gambling. Oh, and so, dodged a bullet there. So there's my, uh, there's my mistake, which was actually, of course, I, we gave him that much in terms of his payout uh, for, for his month pay, or more than that, in terms of his month pay. I guess my point is, you know, just listen to other people sometimes and just do what they say. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Business Without Bullshit is brought to you by Ori Clark. Straight talking financial and legal advice since 1935. You can find us at oriclark.com. What's the worst advice you've ever been given? Oh, well, somebody actually, actually a good bit of advice they gave me said, uh, no one ever gives you advice. They just give you opinions. Just remember that and take that into account. So um, that's been quite helpful. And I got so that quite early true. on. They said, so everyone's just giving you an opinion and it's normally based on their experience. So actually, I don't know that I've received bad advice. 
But I have been t- given lots of things. A lot of people say things to you and they don't really understand your context or they don't really have any experience of the thing they're talking about. They just heard it or read it somewhere. They have a very limited view. It's probably through the lens of their experience. Yeah, exactly. If I was doing this with your business, I would do X, Y, Z. Okay, great. But have you done that with any businesses before? No, but if I had yours, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. Everyone gives you an opinion. You can only really give yourself advice. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you were given? Uh, the best piece of advice I was ever given. Nothing is ever as good or as bad as it seems. Damn straight. An old senior sergeant said that to me, and, uh, and it's been absolutely true forever. This is almost about our fear context. I, I, I had something just recently where I, I basically got overtired, and then my brain just went into free fall and just started finding all this stuff at work and near and night, and it's like chewing all... And I know, like, you just know, like, I could get out a bed and in an hour... I could sort, I could write a list and I could send a couple of emails and I'm cool. Yeah. And also, you know, and I find for me, sometimes when you're thinking about things that are not great and if you're tired and it's nighttime, yeah, you know, that when I wake it. up and think about exactly the same thing in the morning, I haven't done anything. I've just slept. It doesn't seem quite so bad. No. <laughs> it actually seems a bit. So there's just, it's just knowing yourself. Nothing's ever as good or as bad as it seems. And of course, running your own business, the smallest thing puts you on top of the world and the smallest thing can send you into the valley of despair. Yeah. You know, so it's just the way it is. Would you give any advice to your younger self? I'd give my younger self a fair bit of advice, including things like... Opinions. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I think from yourself. I, I, and hey, I, I do want to be clear. You know, I, I do believe that those opinions are important. You know, actually trying to do stuff on your own, you're not going to get very far. Yeah. So just just yeah, remember that they are... Worthless. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're worthless. It just means that they're, you, know, you don't have to follow them. Understand all. what they are. Um, to my younger self, I would say, bear in mind that some of the things that you think are really useless and boring or a waste of time, if you just stuck at it a little bit more, you'd have another thing under your belt yeah you know i'm conscious that i'm a really i'm really into the things i'm really into and i get very bored with the things i'm not that interested in um some of those things are actually quite important there are things you can do in some bits of life to kind of build a team around you to take care of them but you know sometimes you just got to study doing that a bit more why walk out with a two one when you can walk out with a first or walk out with a two two if you can walk out with a two one that type of stuff yeah. is worth knowing i don't know i'd take the advice if i gave it to myself i'd probably tell myself to fuck off but yeah it'd be worth it anyway have you got any recommendations of things to read or watch or listen to? Mm, gosh, um, I'm probably not allowed to give music advice. Uh, yes, yes, music, music, music. That's my, that's my. <laughs> you like music, but yeah, yeah. let me start with reading. Uh, I would recommend that anybody who's interested in um, either running or indeed setting up their own business reads a book called "The Hard Thing About Hard Things" by Ben Horowitz. Ben Horowitz is a, mm. um, as well as an author, he is a former entrepreneur himself. He's also happens to be a venture capitalist uh, of um, A16Z fame, so uh, Andreessen Horowitz. And the book is called The Hard Thing About Hard Things. And it's really well written, but it's also extremely useful. Helpful covers all sorts of challenges. Um, so that's probably my one book that if I recommended any other founder read one book, that was the one I'd pick. Music. I'm a big fan of things like Neil Diamond and Johnny Cash. Ah, oh, see, that works you know, for me. So, um, so I've, I've, I'd like the stuff nice. that people don't. I like everything apart from house music, basically. I fucking think that's for. Don't you think that book would be better? <laughs> the hard thing about hard things, ring a ding, ding, ding. That would have been a better book title, don't you? Right, I we'll let him know. <laughs> we'll track him down and let him know. So he's a he's a big rap fan, and so he, is he? so every every chapter is interlaced with lyrics oh, from incredible rap. Oh, I mean, it's, no, it's a really really sharp book. And if you meet him, and if you look at him, you would not expect it. But if you read it, it's incredible. Even more that it should be called ring a ding, ding. You know, it should have a little. Do you um, listen to podcasts? Um, I 
I listen to the occasional podcast. We have our own podcast at CybeSafe okay. called The Behave Podcast, which is about people who are trying to change behavior in various guises, normally in a security Oh, context. like behave. Behave, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, but I don't have a regular podcast that I listen to, uh, it's the truth. I'll obviously listen to this one. I'll, I'll, if you don't, please. <laughs> And that was this week's episode of BWB Extra. And we'll be back tomorrow with our finale for the week, the business or bullshit quiz. Stay tuned.